and welcome to the social on Preston FM. Uh, hi, it's Nathaniel Cassidy and Tom Stables back with you. Um, we've been away for well, what now? A good few weeks while Tom's been holidaying away in Australia. Um, and we're going to come back with all the latest uh, social media news, views, uh, tips and tricks um, probably after a couple of songs. Oh, sorry, Tom. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you know, I, we should have known this, this was going to happen. You can um, me if you like. Yeah, uh, Tom Stables, everybody. Um, for those of you who listen to the show regularly, you'll know that uh, Tom is a you know, partner in crime, uh, along with James Duffel on the, the social radio show. He's been over in Australia for, what, well, five weeks over sort of end of December and January. Um, so we're a little bit rusty. So y- you might have to bear with us while we just get to grips with the desk again. Yeah, and he's also a bit rusty, but also a little bit hoarse. Um, I've been under the weather, uh, man flu. He's like, excuses, excuses. That doesn't mean today's show isn't going to be ram-jammed with um, interesting tidbits, social media facts, news uh, and updates. Um, Coming up, we'll be talking about the Facebook IPO. Um, For those of you that that, uh, haven't heard about this, you know, where have you been? It's been all over the news. Um, But uh, IPO is the initial public offering, which means that Facebook is going to float itself on uh, the US uh, stock market, so you'll be able to buy shares in Facebook. Um, We'll also be talking about Pinterest, which is a new service that uh, seems be really popular at the moment we'll be revisiting facebook timeline um, looking at qr codes and how you can use those for your business and today's discussion is a belter um, it's viral videos uh, and viral marketing campaigns we know what our favorites are we know what we want to discuss but we want to hear from you as to what you think has been successful what's made you either enjoy uh, interacting with a brand more um, or what have you shared with your friends so if you want to get in touch with us you can do that using the hashtag pfm social on twitter um, you can also, um, you can email in, it's studio at preston.fm. You can get in touch with us through our, via our Facebook wall on facebook.com forward slash three man factory with a number three. Um, or alternatively, in fact, oh, you know, we always say you can text in or ring the studio. Um, you can do, but this is a social media show. For, so for today, <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit belligerent. I'm going to say if you want to get in touch and you want to get involved with the discussion, please head to Twitter. If you don't have an account, set one up and then just grab the hashtag PFM social and, and get involved with the show. Um, and just before we play the, the first song, um, and it's all about the songs, it's for the decidedly Aussie theme today, because um, that's where I've been, and um, a lot of the songs you, you, you may not have heard, but um, like Nat will we'll back up My Taste of Music is phenomenal, um, <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, so this first one, it's by a, a massive band over there, they're called Powderfinger, and this is my happiness. So, uh, coming back after Tom's... Australian music selection which we're going to be featuring throughout the rest of the show Uh, I just thought very quickly uh, we should kind of I suppose restart and uh, reload the show a little bit Um, one of the one of the things obviously that Preston FM does is they fulfill uh, a role in community radio uh, putting on shows and giving a voice to people who wouldn't normally perhaps get it through commercial (laughs) or national radio um, mm. To do this, though, they do need, you know, sort of volunteers and, uh, you know, grants and assistance. And, you know, they, they look to um, get back from the community and, you know, and the sort of world at large. What that means, though, is today, obviously, we, we have a slightly dicky level meter um, on one side of the desk. So you may have heard a slightly bumbling uh, beginning to, to the show. So I apologise for that. We are now all up and running perfectly. Professionals. Yeah, well, as always, of course. Well, as we, always. We make the best. So if you didn't hear it before, 
what we usually talk about on this show is we we'll, we're social media. Um, I suppose evangelists. I hate that word. Um, addicts. Addicts is a, probably a much better word. Yeah. Um, and the show's broken down generally into three sections, very loosely. Um, we'll be looking at uh, news, what's been happening in the sort of social web world. Uh, then we'll be doing a bit of a business focus, and then we'll be ending off the show with our, our tweeting. Um, mm-hmm. And. I, We'll be smattering it with music bits and pieces in between, which today are provided by uh, Tom's Australia Inspiration. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, um, first things first, uh, news. Now, considering our last show, um, after the, the Tom time away, uh, was around <laughs> Christmas time, there's been quite a lot going on online. So, we had to kind of whittle down today's news bits and pieces to what we thought were the, the, the biggest or uh, the best bits of news. And I think... The inescapable one is Facebook's IPO. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. What, do you think it's worth it? Well, it was initially valued, um, it was 10 billion, wasn't it? That's where they, all the analysts and professionals suspected they were going to float at 10 billion. Uh-huh. It turns out it's a more modest five. I, I say a modest five billion. Um, it's still a lot more than what Google um, initially floated for. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, well, some, am I right in saying that? There, there, there were wild speculation to, as to to what it might go out at. Wasn't the varying right from? Uh, I mean, I heard I heard uh, as high as fifty billion from some some <laughs> experts. Do you know which is just I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think what what I find most fascinating about this is that unlike Google and unlike uh, other already public companies like uh, mm. Apple and you know and other sort of tech firms, Facebook by comparison. Their profit is fairly low. Um, I, I think, uh, remember, this is a, an approximate figure, but I'm sure it was around, oh, I thought it was less, I, I've heard it was less than that. Tom's, Tom's just shoved a piece of paper that says 1 billion in front of me. I, I heard it was <laughs> as little as 325 million. Now, I say little, that's that's still, you know, it's, it's a whopping figure, but um, I, I, I'd heard it was that low. So uh, it, it's whether a company that is yet to show uh, pro- levels of profit um, anywhere close to its to its you know its initial offering yeah. value. Well, the same in Google um, with with my amazing fact sheet in front of me. Uh, it was two thousand and four when when that went, um, and it was one point six seven billion dollars, which you know that that's an awful lot of money. Um, and people were shocked. People thought that that Facebook was a modest five billion. Um, I'd, I'm not sure whether float it right now is a good thing. I don't know. I just think it's making a bigger bubble to burst. I find it very difficult to see how Facebook is worth more than Google, if I'm honest. Um, I know that they hold more data on us. Uh, I know that we're that they have you know sort of a huge user base, and we're all sharing and spending a lot of time on there. But um, you know, Google with the suite of products that they they offer, with uh, the range of services, um, is just sort of vastly superior mm. for for me as you know, as small as a business owner and as an individual. What Google gives you in return for what you give to them seems like a better deal. Um, but that's you know, it's just personal personal opinion. I do think Facebook um, going public will, without a doubt, affect the service because. Up until now, Mr. Zuckerberg has had uh, pretty much complete control over, you know, where he wants his own company to go. And once the the public offering goes through and people own shares in it, Facebook will have a new set of masters, you know, shareholders who will expect either, you know, growth in the value of their shares 
or a return in the form of dividends. I know this all sounds very businessy for us. We're we're not usually this sort of heavy, but mm. I do think it's going to have a really big impact. Well, I think I mean, on how it works. I mean, probably timely. I think it was um, today. Groupon, who who um, who floated last year. Uh, and when they floated, the, the, their shares went up thirty percent. And they've announced today, um, in light of expected profits, they've made a loss of um, over forty million. Which, whether whether that says a lot about the market, I think more about Groupon. I, 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 it's tricky to see how something where um, the business owner sells lots and lots of cheap things they do get a buy-in, but I don't think you get um, you don't get committed customers. I think people just want they go to Groupon for a bargain, not to find loyalty to a brand. Yeah, well, th- there's that that sort of uh, way of thinking that says that the type of uh, the type of buyer or you know customer that goes for the bargain offer they're worth having but they they tend not to be uh, you know in my experience repeat shoppers or not necessarily anyway unless unless everything is totally stacked in uh, you know a retail outlet or company's favour um, they're after the bargain they're not necessarily after maintaining a long relationship mm. with that with that particular brand or company there you go. That was actually uh, quite a long and serious talk. Yeah, uh, I think that's about the most the most sort of the fairly serious uh, issue or you know topic we've covered so far. Um, but on on the point of Facebook and its service changing, one thing that we did pick up on uh, it may have something to do with it, it may not. But it used to be that when you were setting up an advert on Facebook, you were able um, as a company to target people who were. Uh, actively involved or liked one of your competitors, um, mm. which, from a, a marketeer's or an advertising point of view, meant that you know, oh, it's 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 the gold mine, really. You know, target customers who you know want to buy your sort of thing and are already shopping with a competitor. Interestingly, that was removed just before all the talk about the public offering. So, it does make me think we might be seeing some kind of premium level business use um, you know subscription or or certainly pricing level you know into, into the advertising if you want to access more of this data it's going to cost you a little bit more money maybe James wake up James hey, hey. <laughs> back in the room um, I'm, we're going to have a little game here um, I'm going to play a song next it's by an Aussie band they're called The Axes of Awesome um, who believe that there, there are only four chords in the world that make nearly every single song so coming up is it's a medley of songs. I'm going to play it, you know, and I'm going to play it also towards the end, really, to give people a chance. Let let everyone know that you just heard something brilliant because it is brilliant. Um, so I'm going to test James um, and, in fact, you, Nathaniel, um, on what? On how many? <laughs> on what? Well, I just you know when I've got a test, I I, I feel much more comfortable when I know what it's going to be okay. about. Okay. The, the question is, I want you to to name as many songs that are in the Axis of Awesome's a- four chords as the track's playing. As it, well, not to speak out. Write it with your pen. You've got in your hand there. Write down. Oh, right. You got to That's okay. So this sounds like work, <laughs> James. Don't it? Right. Like... On your marks, get set. Be a star. There we go. That was uh, the axes of awesome and and four co- chords. A bit like the generation game, James. Just off the top of your head, I have a song title or artist. Right, Forever go. Young. Yes. Uh, You've got one. Well done, that. Uh, none, none. Like, like you see, the problem is, is I explained before. I, most of those songs I've done at some point at, at karaoke, but I am one of the iPod generation now, and I just have it on shuffle all the time. So I no longer know track listings names or, or albums or anything was some Whitney Houston there was no Whitney Houston there, there was some Eagle Eye there was Eagle Eye Cherry I noticed a bit of that and um, you know what, what you won't have got Angels um, 
Uh, there was apologise. The thing what you wouldn't have um, picked up at home was uh, there was a, a really good bit in the studio where um, th- there was some language in the song that I had to edit out. And uh, but while it was playing, I couldn't remember if I was playing the uh, the edited version. So oh, yeah. If, if you were in, you know, a music retailer and you were picking that up as a CD, it would have had explicit lyrics uh, in a little black and white sticker on the front. But thankfully, we had the parental advisory, uh, you know, the, the other version. Uh, we're good like that. Um, so... Um, and I put that in there really because it, it ties into what we're going to talk about later, part of the the viral because it is it's a huge YouTube clip. Oh yeah, it's I, well because essentially they're well they were a fairly small novelty act in Australia, weren't they? That's right. And I, I know that they've been picked up besides being sort of spread far and wide on YouTube. Um, I've heard them on you know Scott Mills on on his national yeah. show. They've been I th- I'm sure they've been with Jonathan Ross and on th- his TV I show. I think that they're children in need or on one of the fundraisers. I think. Yeah, so, uh, and that's, a lot of that is off the back of people sharing and, you know, uh, posting their, their videos and their clips. So in terms of, <laughs> so in terms of what we're going to be talking about later, um, we're talking about viral uh, videos, yeah. viral campaigns, um, ones that you felt like you, you've engaged with or you really liked, you know, the sort of stuff that you've spotted online and you thought, right, I can't wait to get to Facebook, post that on my wall and see how many people respond to it, see if they felt like it in the same way that I did. Or you could share it on uh, on Pinterest. There you go. Oh, seamless. 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 Yeah, you may have uh, made it, for those of you that have been writing down what we're going to be talking about in today's show so that you can <laughs> write in and tell us off if we haven't covered it. Um, yeah, one of the news items that we wanted to mention was Pinterest, which loads of creative seem to be talking about at the moment um i'm gonna ask james to explain what pinterest is <laughs> seeing as uh, when when i first was saying you know when, when we were all talking about it and you said mm, well, i'm not so sure whether it's a anything new and b you know worth setting up account for go on i'll keep it brief i think it's like delicious for numpties <sighs> and you see and i do you know what I'm I'm in not in agreement necessarily, but I, I like Delicious and we, we Delicious is a bookmarking service basically where if you troll the internet a lot, uh, you know, like we're doing, there's lots of sites that you might want to save. Rather than saving them on your your you know your bookmarks on your your browser, services like Delicious allow you to save them, um, you know, in, in the cloud online so that you can access them from anywhere. Mm. Delicious has been around for a while. Um, it used to be owned by Yahoo. It's been recently bought out by the it, founders of YouTube. Yeah, so it's got chaps, I can't remember that really good guys behind it, and it's really well designed. Um, mm. At the moment, personally, I, I, apart from it having a pretty cool name, Pinterest, you, know, like you pin your interests to your account sort of thing. That's where it's coming from, isn't it? Well, um, it's just a visual version of Delicious, really. Delicious isn't very visual. It's very data-ish. It's mm. like, there's your link. It is a bit there, spreadsheet yeah. You go to Pinterest, it's got a picture of a man wearing a green hat and yellow shoes. It's like, <laughs> ooh, look at that. <laughs> it's, it's the Tumblr generation. I think they're jumping on it. Yeah. I don't think it's it's nothing new. It's it's a glorified like blog role, pretty much. I I do you know I completely agree with the Tumblr thing because Tumblr um, has kind of sort of passed me by a little bit. Um, but it does seem that within a certain age bracket, mm. Tumblr is that you know the, the, it's the micro, you know, it's the blogging site of choice, isn't it? And because it's so visually led, I think Pinterest will probably be picked up by That's by those people. I, you don't really see Tumblr being used as a real blog. It's just full of cats wearing flip flops, <laughs> lolcats, lolcats. Lol Do you know cats. what I mean? It's very much like 
yeah, dodgy pictures like that. There's nothing of any real value. There's ve- it's very rare you see some someone putting any any wise words of wisdom down onto it. It is where you sometimes like you know topically what, what we're talking about later though. It is where viral stuff happens quite often though isn't it it is on those kind of activities so i suppose maybe if you're looking for a bookmarking tool that you want to use for for work or research you know if you're studying if you're a student maybe our, i don't know if the general consensus is delicious is probably much better for categorizing and using like that if you're looking for something just to have a bit of fun with the daft websites or the creative stuff you find online maybe pinterest i don't know mm. what's what's your thoughts tom um to be honest um well at the moment pinterest is invite only um, whether that's to get more people into it, because usually when things are invite-only, people go a bit nuts for it. Yeah, they, it generates they, a buzz, doesn't it? They want to feel part of it. So um, just recently, I've, I've, I've been invited to use Pinterest. I'm using Pinterest. Um, oh, he's just bigging himself up, isn't he? Me and James haven't had an invite. So if you're, t- if you're to join me on Pinterest, I'm Tom Stables. <laughs> um, no, uh, I've not really used it enough to find a good to, to find a proper purpose. Um, for me, it's... I've, Delicious is integrated. I've got it on my phone. I've got yeah. it on my browsers that I use. It's it's just there and it's useful for what I, how I use the web. But as as someone then who's already who's managed to use you know Pinterest, mm-hmm. what's the user interface like compared? You know, Sick. like yeah, it, it's it it's very very. It leans on the creative industries. Yeah. I was about to say Delicious has just had a massive overall as well. Since then, two chaps are calling Bill and mm-hmm. Ben for now took over. They've basically overhauled it. It is much nicer, much nicer interface to introduce stacks, which is kind of like bundling links. I'm, I'm sure there's something similar on Pinterest. I don't know. I don't care. Um, <laughs> basically, delicious is better than Pinterest. Yeah, but well, the thing is, is the guys, you know, the guys behind um, behind. Uh, delicious now uh, you know the youtube guys they really know what they're doing don't they i mean youtube when it had its last overhaul it is a much more polished product so if they're applying the same uh, knowledge to delicious i can only see it getting better because there was a time when yahoo were thinking about getting rid of it um we were all worried that it was just going to get shut down Mm. weren't we but that's true but i think the thing is i don't understand how they make money from it i don't know where delicious makes its money or pinterest I don't know. Does it? Ha- I mean, I suppose with with guys like that behind it, maybe I don't know that they have they have enough capital. I suppose that um, these are side projects that either fund or they show how they can develop other products. You know, maybe just for testing technology. Yeah, yeah they're in a different sphere, aren't they? When you've got yeah. it's a little bit like you know echoing what we were talking about earlier, which was the uh, the Facebook uh, shares offering. They reckon that Mark Zuckerberg on his own is going to be worth. Oh God, what is it? It's it's over um, you know over a billion, isn't it? His, his share value. And with that kind of money, he will be able to go and experiment and invest in whatever, te- not just technology, but whatever businesses take his fancy. He could buy any CD that he wanted. He could, with with, it, with explicit or parental guidance, whatever, because yeah. he's an adult. He wants to start off by buying a jumper, he's always wearing t-shirts. He should. Um, listen, I'm going to um, well, uh, play a couple of, of jingles and promos before we get battered by management here. And also, while we sort out our levels, I appreciate if you're listening, the... Um, the, the level of the desk is going absolutely crazy on me so um james is quiet when usually he shouts and he's angry but today is quite quite about? see <laughs> it just sounded like a little mouse in the background so um, we're gonna he didn't actually say that that was just a little jingle that we've got of james so um some jingles promos and a song there we go that's uh, a song co- called Amazing by a chap called Alex Lloyd who actually was in the four chords um, oh. so if you're going to play again later you can you can just oh, write that one oh, that Alex what sorry what's the name Alex Lloyd double L double L O Y L O D yeah thank you 
Oh, uh-huh. do you know what? It's just cracked me up. Well, it usually happens. Um, some, you know, the the off the off air stuff um, is is endlessly amusing to me in the studio, especially James Duffel, who, well, were you just chanting then that you thought the mic was on live? Do you, you're gonna bother, are you going to say it anyway? I don't know, I think he was just shouting, I am a fatty, I'm going to get pizzas at work, or something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> um, and so if anyone's listening and you do do pizzas and you fancy sending down some samples for us to rate live on air, <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether that contravenes, oh no, we're not naming anyone. Yeah, we could do a live taste test. Yeah, taste testing, you know, feel free, uh, it's Preston FM, um, so if, if you're, <laughs> no, I'll scoot straight past that. Um, so you're listening to the social with Tom, Nat, and James um, talking about social media news, um, just gaffes, nonsense, waffling, that sort of thing. Um, so far, we've discussed Facebook's IPO um, and, and what impact we think that will have. Um, yeah, and from that, we talked a little bit about Groupon. We've talked about Pinterest as well, um, which was a new visual uh, social bookmarking. And we've decided that we're not going to bother with it, and we're just going to yeah. stick with Delicious. Well, yeah, I th- well, I, it was a sort of two against one vote, because it's invite only at the moment. So what me and James are saying is, if you want to come and join us on the cool side of the internet, Ooh. where uh, that it's not just <laughs> protected by invites, you know, and everyone's allowed because it's free, like, like and, you know, and open, uh, then Delicious is where you're at. But if you're into, like, the... No, let's say sort of maybe more fascist side of the internet, a whore. where it's invite only, and you know you're not considered good enough unless you're Tom Stables and you've got a Pinterest invite. Um, then you can side with Tom. He's got an invested Pinterest in it, though, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that was rubbish. Uh, Sorry. Rubbish, that was a comedy point. Um, so, so that's what we've been discussing so far. Um, and it's usually about this time, perhaps a little bit earlier, actually, because we're running a little bit behind, but we would normally talk about uh, a kind of a, a business-focused tool. So... What I wanted to talk about is something that's been around for quite a while, mm. but I think businesses are only just starting to use it more. And despite the fact that it's been around for a while, I think a lot are still missing the mark, and that's QR codes. Um, I, I suppose a, a brief explanation as to what they are is probably probably in order. Okay, QR codes are the um, kind of almost 3D square type barcodes you see... Um, Years ago, they appeared on medicines, and I know that as soon as I got a QR code reader, it's a th- it's, it's what I did. Um, and you scan using a smartphone or an imaging device, you're scanning the code, and that can take you to um, a destination online. Um, it can take you to a download. It can take you to pretty much anywhere, really. It's it's a more information-rich um, scan. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Yeah, and they will. They've you usually see them at the moment. We see them a lot. They're in magazines generally, aren't they? Mm. Or in in you print see them media. On cans. Yeah, they've, they've started to appear on the on products as well and posters. But as a technology, as far as I was aware, um, they've been around for quite a while, haven't they? I know in in Asia and sort of Japan, they've been using them for ages. Oh, really taken off, yeah. But they've had smartphones for a lot longer than we have, yeah. and and I think it's it was it, they they're used quite heavily out there. Um, I'm wondering, like even though we're sort of catching up with it, whether we've kind of I don't know, missed the boat. With, yeah, with I, I think it's. Um it's certainly a culture thing. As you say, it, in other countries, it, it's taken off. Here, I'm trying to think of the best example. In fact, there was um, there was a book I read, and uh, with each chapter was a QR code, and you scanned it, in and it, it was a soundtrack to the to the book, to the story, which I think was a, a quite. An oh no, that's use. see, that's quite cool use of them. The, mostly, what I've seen, it's been I've been at um, you know a n other printing company or something like that. Picked up a brochure while I'm waiting for some prints to be done. There's a QR code on it, so being the geeky nerd that I am, I will take out my phone, scan it, just see where it leads. And it usually just leads either to, if I'm lucky, an offer, 
but usually it's just their own website. Yeah, that's my issue. When he first came out, everyone's just started using them and he just linked you straight to their website. It's like, thanks for that. What a waste of my time. But we heard, do you remember that networking event we went to, Tom? Which one? The one in Lancaster. Uh, yeah, a very good idea, actually. The one with um, some guy suggested. I'll let you that... tell it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. The, the one with no voice. Um, that's okay. I'm going to tell you a story now about a networking event I went to. Ooh. He told a very interesting tale of a QR code. And what he suggested was that um, on <laughs> menus, um, so for example, if you went to a uh, Chinese a Chinese takeaway to their website or somewhere, you could download. Well, he was saying every time he goes to this Chinese restaurant, they give him a menu every single time he goes. But he goes, he goes there all the time. He doesn't need to know what's on the menu but once in a blue moon he'll have relatives over yeah. they don't know what they serve he needs to know he was saying why does why don't they offer like a qr code that when you're in there you scan it on the desk or on a wall or something it downloads the menu to your phone and then that reduces all their printing that's an actual use for it that's yeah. a great idea yeah that's I, my I, idea you see i like that i think when i when i was saying maybe we've missed the boat on them i think it's probably just because of the way they've been approached yeah, and the, You've know, never had a re like an aim, a purpose. Yeah, well, it's just been here's a link. Oh, I'm back at your website. Well, right. well that's it. And, and what made me wonder whether we'd whether we'd missed the boat on it is because maybe ideas like that haven't been put forward on mass, and we're starting to see um, <coughs> augmented reality. You know, which is using uh, using your phone's camera not as a scanner. But, you know, you hold it up, see the world through it, and then the internet is laid over the top. So you could be stood outside a shop, hold your camera up, and it will say, you know, through the camera, there's an offer on there. Now that, uh, I, I think the most inventive use I've heard for that as well was um, a sofa company, <coughs> and you could hold up your, your camera in your living room, and it would show you, a, you know, what a sofa would look like That's in your own room. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Now that is a level above QR codes. And I'm wondering whether, because we haven't had the time to get used to them and we've not been maybe inventive enough with them, mm. whether that will quickly overtake. Do you remember a really poor example of why QR codes have kind of gone over our heads, a bit wasted, wasteful, really? Do you remember it was near the Greyfriars in Preston, there's a big advertising board. I don't know the name of the company, but there was a giant QR code there and it just led straight to their website. It was just like, there was yeah, no real It, was, it, was odd, it, wasn't an it was odd to, to have a QR code on a billboard, yeah, wasn't it? Just, it? I, I think that's okay. Like, for example, like, was, um, there are films now of QR codes that links the trailer. That's okay. That's okay, but it's giving you a purpose. I, my yeah. issue again and again is just, just don't it, take it's something purpose. I can just get to. There was another, um, there, was a, there, was a large, um, there was a large supermarket chain a, a couple of Christmases ago and they spent a lot of money on a nice advert and then for the last, I think, one and a half seconds of the commercial a QR code appeared on the TV. Um, and it, which really <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you had to have, you know, um, a PVR recorder so you could pause it live yeah, and exactly. then just scan the code, otherwise it had already gone. Um, oh, it it harks that. back to that same idea of find us on Facebook at the end of an advert, doesn't it, without an address? You know, so you have to go on Facebook and search for it and then there's 12... The search is so appalling, oh, it's just like you end up liking... Well, there's two or bar. three different versions of, you know, of the page that it might be and you never find the right one. Mm. Um If people want to get involved with QR codes, though, there are, for, for businesses, loads of great free sites where you can generate your own. So say, I mean, one of the, the things I do quite like is having them on business cards. Again, if it just leads to the website, maybe not as interesting. But if it takes you somewhere interesting, I think that's quite a cool place to have a QR code on. And if you just slam in a search engine, you know, QR code generator... There are loads of free tools for you to set up your own that don't require any, you know, technical knowledge. Like you could have one like 
on your business card a video it's just like hi we met at a networking event i was sloshed out of my face <laughs> i do apologize and it's just more of an interest that's like almost like a true story you, no no, no, no i don't you know what, that that's a great idea for a qr code on a business um, business card you don't always get the opportunity to have a yeah. photo or something like that It'll and one real. way to help people remember you know who you were if it was a big event yeah qr code james that's that's yeah. genius. Can I copyright patent that? Is yeah, well, to be do? fair, you've just you've just announced it live, Step on, away the from my live idea. on the radio. <laughs> Back off. So, okay. so, so, yeah, so any rights have just been wavered. Never mind. Um, we're going to have uh, more Aussie music now, which is a band called Living End. I believe you like these, don't you, James? Hate them. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Welcome back to The Social. Um, yeah. Just in case, because we're about to head into the, the discussion part of the show. Oh, James, go on, do it. I know you want to. Go on. <laughs> well, Jay, he's been desperate to do this. So, <clears throat> for, for everybody out there, that's, that's, that's making a pop noise with your mouth through a microphone live on the radio. He's gone red. Like, do you want to have a quick go? Yeah, there we go. Right, excellent. Right, we've got that out of the way. Good. Um, <clears throat> the discussion part of today's show, we're looking at viral um, campaigns, videos, things like that. And if you want to get in touch, uh, you can use uh, either the hashtag on Twitter, PFM Social, or drop onto our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash three man factory, the number three, uh, and just feed us back some commentary there. Um, yeah, we mentioned earlier in the show that uh, it, to do with the virals, we were going to be talking about ones that engaged us or that just made us laugh because they're usually the ones that, that you tend to share more. Um, one of the big ones, which probably people will have seen the original versions but seems to keep going through new kind of um renaissances and you know like revelations is old spice um amazing you know everyone will have seen the man on a horse yeah but but i believe it did start as a viral though didn't it that that guy or or it certainly ran at the same that's that's right and it certainly had a viral, a number of viral adverts that went alongside it as well, didn't it? And that was, you know, uh, the, the guy mm. giving the woman everything he wants. He was just very, very manly, manly, it's, manly. It's the man your man could smell <clears throat> like. Uh, very, very funny. And they've taken that evolution even further. Um, if you haven't seen the current generation of Old Spice adverts, um, I, I, they're all on their YouTube channel. You'll find them fairly easily by just putting in, you know, um, Old Spice Power advert. Um, or even if you go to the um, the Old Spice channel, they're all, they're all there and grouped. And uh, I think this current one was the series for the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, what are right. Yes, it may well have been. Yeah, in fact, to be honest, that's a major event, isn't it, in the in the US for putting an advert out. Um, so it makes sense. And I'm, am I right in saying that the guy who's the the main fella in it is um, a, a, an American football player? Is what, he? Or is he's just, no, 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 no. He's um, he's the guy from Every uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Ah oh, right! He, oh, is he an actor? Yeah, yeah, and he's in, right. uh, he's in White Chicks. Wow! Oh, I, tell, I, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what, then he is he's he's buff for an actor. <laughs> Man, the the guy works I out. Think, I, think I, I thought he was. I thought he was an American football player or a weightlifter or something. No, um, no. Biggest, it's got a mass appeal. This advert. Um, I know. I found it. Uh, I still watch it a lot. It's brilliant. Um, my kids, they they watched it, and my boy, he's. It, sends him to hysterics he's, it's it's audio branding because he just repeats the jingle of the well it, it has it has loads of fantastic sort of marketing elements in it doesn't it it's got a really good audio jingle that that is really you know gets in your head it also in this current uh, campaign the part of the idea is that they they I don't want to give too much away but they crash into other people's adverts you know which is um, I've not seen 
uh, an advertising campaign or a viral campaign like that before. I think that is a really fascinating way of mm. doing it. And as far as I can tell, the adverts they crash into are also owned by the guys who own Old Spice. Yeah. So they're, they're effectively advertising both brands with the same ad. Um, Great. There's another, um, there's another, in fact, it's a guy who writes a lot of things on YouTube and it's always going viral. In fact, I've got um, some musical treats for you. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> his first one is called um, Nom 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 Nom. <laughs> That's what it's called. Are you ready? I have no idea what Tom's talking about. Just listen, it's amazing. <laughs> the looks in this show it's amazing if, if you don't know any, if you don't know the song and everybody knows num 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 so num to num, anyone who's just tuned in they will have thought that I don't know the radio's gone wrong won't they I certainly feel like my head's gone wrong what was that that's um, it's. I'm not going to repeat the name of the song you know what the song's called well it's num it's a bit it's, <laughs> It's a big earworm. It's it's pictures of hamsters eating things with us. Uh. And was because we're talking about viral videos and campaigns. Yeah. I can only presume that was very viral. It was very viral. A bit like this next one. Some of you may have heard this. <laughs> this is baby uh, baby monkey going backwards. Oh on my! I love this. It is good. It is good. Yeah, crank this one up. All right, then here we go. Oh, I absolutely love that to bits. Um, for those of you that haven't seen the video that goes with that amazingly catchy song, which, in fact, actually, you know, the lyrics speak to you on it. You know, if you fall off your pig, get back on it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's great. But I think the point the point is, is the first viral bits we were talking about, you know, the Old Spice stuff is obviously very commercial, but mm. there is an element of fun to them, you know, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the brand, I suppose, you, you're you're okay with it being involved with it because you get a lot of enjoyment out of the, the clips and, you know, the, the advertising. And the those examples, you know, like Baby Monkey, they, they weren't done commercially, but it's the same ethos, isn't it? Is that yeah. they're stuff that's fairly short, fairly snappy, um, that people are going to want to share. Um, and, and on the plus side as well, you've got an amazing song stuck in your head for days. Oh, yeah. Days. I remember, like, when I first heard Baby Monkey, I couldn't get that out of my head for about a week. So it took ages. <laughs> and if it had been in the old days, I would have got a cassette out and tried to record it off the computer somehow, holding a cassette deck up near the computer. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to rip it and put it in on MP3 player, so I just had to sing it instead. Um, it, it, useless trivia. The guy who, um, his name's uh, Parry Grip, and he wrote the theme song for Buffy. Oh, so he, so he's actually he's a proper musician. Oh, no. That'd be my baby monkey. He's, he's so good. He's the front man of a punk band. He's, he's usually a bit of a punk pop punker. He's um, the fr- oh. But he also writes songs about um, hamsters, um, oh, chimpanzees, everything that you'd want out of a song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, from from another, I mean, these are obviously all video or audio virals, but there are there are also. I think we touched upon some really good Facebook applications in a previous show. I know two that I absolutely loved for the way that they they rolled out was. Um, the, the the Burger King grill or you know flame your friends when they had mm. a particular offer on uh, you could install the application and you had to choose friends that you were prepared to pop on the grill in exchange for a voucher <laughs> for said burger um, and you know it made all the papers because everyone was saying how awful it was grilling grilling your friends but it was a bit of fun and from their angle um, they got national you know press coverage mm. and uh, and you know and people sort of talking about it in droves online similar to Dante's Inferno which was uh, an Xbox game where you sent your friends to heaven or hell uh, again you know it's it was borderline sort of contentious mm. but it was done very tongue in cheek and i think it's that it's that style of of advertising and marketing that people are really receptive to at the mm. moment um 
we're nearly out of time. Um, but before we go, um, we did promise to play four chords again. That's coming up. Um, but before that, uh, it's our favourite promotion. It's our favourite favourite promotion. It's it's uh, it's one band body slam Baz. Oh, Baz, yeah, Baz, man. We we this goes out for you. We we love this promo. It's brilliant. Enjoy. We 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 play it regularly on every show. Um, so we'll see you soon. So again, it's hashtags PFM social. Um, yeah, and uh, on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash three man factory. If you want to suggest any ideas or topics for us to cover, uh, come along and get involved.